Hey guys, and welcome to Hunting Land, presented by Great Days Outdoors Magazine. If you like to stay up to date on hunting tactics, land management, land values, and land market dynamics, this is the podcast for you. This week's show is brought to you by the Hunter's Mate Lowdown Trail Cam Reviewer. Finally, a trail cam viewer that actually works. Lowdown's high-speed trail cam viewer has flipping fast technology that allows you to view images three times faster on a screen that is 60% bigger than typical 7-inch viewers. Lowdown is a dedicated viewer slash photo manager made for one thing and one thing only, fast, uncomplicated viewing of your trail cam images and videos. Lowdown makes viewing large numbers of images fast and easy. It allows you to easily delete individuals or groups of selected images. Find out more at lowdownviewer.com. I'm your host, Joe Bayer, here today with my co-host, Butch Theory. And Butch, if you're running an electric cart, lithium battery technology is at least claims to be where it's at. We're going to find out today if it is or if it isn't with Brandon Johnson of Dakota Lithium. That's what the point of today's show is. It's like, should you do this in the first place? And if you're going to try to do it, should you do it yourself? If you are going to try to do it yourself, here's some issues you may run into and you need to be prepared for. All right, but before we get there, let's go check in for another interest rate update. And to do that this week, we're talking with Keith McKinley of Alabama Ag Credit. Keith, welcome back, man. Good to have you again. Uh, you know, uh, interest rate updates have, has not been something anybody's wanted to do a whole lot of here recently. Uh, things have been climbing, but still, historically, we're not in a, a bad rate environment. Where are we right now, man? Well, it's good to be back. Thank you for having me. I uh, hope you and your family had a good Thanksgiving. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're right. You hit the nail on the head right off the bat. I mean, historically speaking, we're not in a bad rate environment. But if you look back a couple of years ago during the pandemic, people were getting 3 and 4% money. And that's just not there anymore. You know, their inflation went through the roof. And, you know, if you were to come to me today and say, hey, Keith, where are rates at right now? You know, I'd give you a ballpark of seven and a half to eight and a half percent. That's just kind of where we are. That's a large range, I know. But there's a, a lot of things that you can do uh, or, you know, customers can do on, the, on their end to drive that rate down. So, you know, historically, people have come to, to us in low interest rate environments and said, hey, I want to fully fix that. You know, if we're doing a 20 year amortization. Let's lock it for 20 years. And in low interest rate environments, that's absolutely the right thing to do, in my opinion. Uh, but in environments like we're in right now, you know, you can st we still offer that product. And you can certainly fully fix that if you want to. But, uh, you know, again, you're going to pay a premium for that. And with rates anticipated to go down, uh, hopefully in the next couple of years, you know, people are, are not really fully fixing those loans right now. They're they're shortening those rate terms and uh, to, to take advantage of that discounted rate. You know, is there any news right now, like in terms of interest rates? Uh, are we? Do you expect us to see any increase here coming up? Are we kind of in a holding pattern? I mean, what, what's what is the news telling us about where rates may go in the short term? Well, I mean, I, I think right now you're just kind of in a holding pattern for the foreseeable future. But I mean, I think if you look at the dot plot that the Fed puts out, they anticipate rates to start start going down in 2024 and in 2025. Now, they're not going to go down at the pace they went up. I mean, we still got to get inflation under control, but all signs point toward inflation becoming more under control. We've seen jobless claims go up. We've seen, uh, you know, other things that signal that the uh, you know economy is slowing down somewhat. It's not running as hot as it was once before. But um, if you were to ask my uh, opinion of it, I, I certainly think we'll see rates uh, go down starting in 2024 and, and, and very much so in 2025. Uh, you know, it's kind of a wait and see approach right now. I think even even the Fed kind of is waiting on numbers every month to see kind of 
you know, what their monetary policy has done to the overall economy. But uh, historically speaking, you know, rates are, are, are still really good. And we, we anticipate those to start going down uh, again next year, hopefully, and again in 2025. Keith, on the sales side of things, inventory is still the issue. You know, there's not a lot of land for sale, period. Um, and so when something pops up that's quality piece priced appropriately, it's not staying on the market very long. That being said, where what are you seeing? I don't see every deal that gets done. Uh, where's the demand right now in terms of uh, rural land? Well, I can only speak for Southwest Alabama because that's kind of where I'm headquartered at. But uh, you're right. We have a lot of what we call pocket listings out there. I mean, people people see it or if it gets listed, it's gone right away. Um, there's a lot of demand for it. Uh, in our neck of the wood, there's still recreational Timberland. Uh, that's what everybody wants. We start seeing that demand typically in around Labor Day of every year. And then we'll see it again around, you know, February, March when those leases come up and people are done hunting and they're tired of leasing, leasing that land. They'll they'll go out on the market and try to find something for themselves. But recreational timberland is still king uh, around here. Now we do uh, have a lot of customers who are, are producers as well, your row crop farmers and and uh, your cattle guys are still looking for to expand their operations, whether it be on the row crop side or on the cattle side. And so they're still, you know, those type land loans we're out there doing as well. But for the most part, it's it's recreational timberland. That's what we see. Now, if you go to if you go to Southeast Alabama and Dothan Enterprise, you're gonna have that's poetry country over there. It's a totally different ball game from where we're at. But where from from where I sit currently in um, Spanish Fort, Alabama. It's still recreational timberland. Well, Keith, it kind of sounds like the interest rate is a is a little bit of a burden to bear, kind of right now going into this. That seems to have some giving people some pause whenever they're going into look, you know, looking to buy some land right now. But you did mention that we can get those interest rates down some. We have some options there. What are some things that people can do and or look at to get those interest rates down a little bit? Yeah, I mean, I, I think like we mentioned earlier, you know, historically people have wanted to lock the interest rate for the full term, right? So they, you know, in low interest rate environments, so I fully agree with them on doing that. Environments like we're in right now, though, it's it, it may not, you're going to pay a premium for that fully fixed product. So uh, what we have seen and what people are taking advantage of on our side is is locking those rates for, you know, three or five years. Uh, those three and five years, they're, they're not balloons, by the way. So it's not like we're having to re- refinance that loan in year three or five it's simply going to reprice in year three and five. And what that does, it drives that rate down a little lower. Uh, some people are also taking advantage of what we call a one-year prepayment option or what we call a one-year lockout, which simply just means you will not prepay or pay the loan off in, in the first year. So if you're making, you know, if you're making monthly payments, the first 12 payments will be just, you know, interest and in, in principal as normal. In, your, in, in month 13, you can certainly uh, pay it off or prepay it any, any clip you want to. But, by doing so, that drives rates down again. Uh, what we typically see on that is another quarter point. So, you know, when you're talking about an interest rate environment we're in right now, you know, you can, you know, get to that lower half. I mentioned seven and a half to eight and a half earlier. You can certainly get to that seven and a half, you know, if you're willing to take a shorter rate lock and a one-year, lock, one-year lockout type product. And then that's not even to mention the fact we have passenger dividends too to go on top of that. Historically, you've reduced rates 1%. We'll wait and see what our board does this year. I, I think, you know, from a financial standpoint, we're as financially sound from a capital perspective, uh, balance sheet perspective as we've ever been. Uh, and so I, 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 I would anticipate that would continue. Of course, I'm not a board member, so I don't get to make that call. But, uh, you know, that that dividend does does help out a lot. And I would be, you know, 
you know, lying to you, lying to you if I told you that it's not an advantage for us to offer that. So, you know, you can get to that seven and a half mark, uh, potentially get to that six and a half mark with your dividends. But, you know, it all depends on each customer. Each customer is different. They have a different appetite for risk. And, and we, we put that ball in our customer's court. We want them to be able to make that decision. And so um, uh, we, we offer it every bit, you know, all those options to them. And then we let them make that call. That's a great option. I know I always feel better when I understand all the options and truly understand them all. And then I can make my own decision about what's best for me. Cause I'm certainly, you know, different than a lot of people I talk to. I mean, for me, you know, financing is something that I want to be able to put my head down at night and just be comfortable and not, not be worried about anything. And so, you know, maybe paying that premium to lock that rate in, might be worth it to me because I I just know I don't have that's not that's one less variable I've got to consider. But at least knowing what your options are, being able to work that rate down, and then like you talk about with that patronage refund, you're getting down into the sixes potentially in, in interest rates, and that's very competitive with any kind of home loan product you see out on the market. And like I say, historically we're still in a good rate environment. And you know the thing I always say about land when I'm talking to people just they're not making any more of it. You know, it's just, there's a, there's the same amount of land here as there was the day the company was founded. And there's just going to be more and more and more people, you know, the value of it's not going down in my opinion. So I still think we're in a, in a good environment. Keith, it's always good talking to you, man. If folks want to look you up, uh, if they're in your neck of the woods, tell everybody again, you know, where you work out of and then how they can get in touch with somebody at Alabama Ag Credit if, if they want to do some financing in Alabama, or even if they're, I guess, if they're an Alabama resident, buying out of state you guys can finance that too right absolutely we can yeah i mean we you, I, I work in the spanish Ford office which is the gulf coast region you can reach us at 251-626-2929 uh, myself uh drew milligan malcolm moore shannon taylor uh rachel shimmer we all we, we we're wear a lot of hats around here so we all can help you guys out uh, with any kind of you know needs you may have and sometimes it may be something just questions you know we have people call all the time just want to know where rates are we're, we're glad to answer those questions uh we're, we're glad to walk you through the process you know from what i say soup to nuts and uh and help you in any way that we can so if you know if we can help you with you know with your financing needs or any questions you may have you know feel free to give us a call again 251-626-2929 Thanks, Keith. It's always good having y'all as a part of the show and, and keeping our folks up to date. You know, you were, you were talking about uh, ways to, to lower that rate and, uh, you know, paying a premium for that rate lock. And you, you mentioned that you can just reprice that loan. So, but explain that a little bit more in detail, you know, because like for me, like I was saying, it gives me some peace of mind, just kind of put my head down at night, knowing that if I lock a rate in, I don't have to worry about it going up, you know, and, or, you know, if there's a variable rate, maybe in three to five years, well, what if it's higher, but then at the in the same line of thinking, you know, what if it goes down? Like what happens if you lock in now, you buy now, but then in a year from now, we see a, a rate decrease. Yeah. We offer, instead of refinancing the entire loan and, and paying another three to 5% closing costs, what you can do is with us, it's just do what we call a rate conversion. And, uh, you pay basically one percent of whatever your loan balance is, and we can we convert you to whatever the market rate is at that time. So, and you can do that as many times as you want to. We don't put a cap on that. So, it really for someone like yourself who's you know wants to lock in or have that fully fixed product, you can still ride that curve down a little bit, 
um, by just doing a rate conversion. So instead of, you know, like again, instead of doing a completely refinance, paying, you know, new title work, new appraisal, all that good stuff, we just, re we just reprice the loan. It's called a rate conversion. You can do it, like I said, as many times as you want. And uh, it just allows you to ride the curve down. And, and the opposite is true as well. Uh, if you're on a, that three or five rate product that we talked about earlier and you wanted to, you see rates are going up and you may want to lock that rate in for a longer term before rates go up, you can still, you, you can do it, do that as well. So it makes sense going both ways. And uh, we offer that. Uh, it's just, you know, when you, when you're a landlender like we are and you do everything from a half acre to, you know, we had somebody buying 40,000 40, non-contiguous acres a couple of years ago you have to have that flexibility. And that's just an option that we have with us being flexible and uh, offering that to our, to our customers. So I think that that's something to keep in mind for, for both the rising and falling interest rate environment. Well, Keith, man, again, we appreciate you joining us and uh, keeping us up to date. We'll be looking forward to the next time. Thanks for having me. But, you know, borrowing money is not something I take lightly. And whenever I've had to sit down and do that for my home and, I'm always a little uneasy. I just don't know if I'm always getting all the options and all the possibilities. And, you know, I'm wanting to make sure I set myself up for success in the long run. And what I really like about talking to those guys is they give you all the options. You know, it's not like they're trying to hold something back. Like they're really trying to make this effective for you, your current situation. I really like the fact that if the rates go down, you can just get that new rate. Uh, or if the rates go up, you can come back and say, Hey, I'm, I want to lock it in, uh, for longer, you know, so they're really giving you the best of both worlds when it comes to this and, and also being honest about, Hey, here's how you get your rate down. I mean, that's not something I've ever heard, uh, either. No, no doubt. It's definitely, uh, it's definitely a little hard to wrap your mind around, but like we always talk about before, every piece of property is different also. Mm hmm um, as far as, you know, having your unique situation, every piece of property is going to be different. It's going to make more sense for some things and not make more sense for other things. So I think every unique situation is just going to be different. And that's what, that's, what's good about those guys is you can call them up and tell them exactly what you got going on. And they'll, they'll kind of guide you whichever way they think is going to be the best. And they see it all day, every day. All right, folks, we'll be right back. Y'all take a minute and check out some of the businesses that make this show free for you. Every episode uh, this week is brought to us by great days, outdoors, magazine. If you're frustrated with typical hunting and fishing magazines and tired of reading content, then for guys that are up in the North or up in the Midwest, check out Great Days Outdoors magazine. Don't get left behind following the guidance of guys who don't fish or hunt in your home state. You can pick up a Great Days Outdoors magazine subscription and it will help you become a better Southern outdoorsman. Great Days Outdoors magazine can be found at your local Barnes and Noble, Books a Million, Tractor Supply Company, Rural King, Bass Pro Shops, or you can save online at greatdaysoutdoors.com. It's also brought to you by Southern Seed and Feed. Do you want to provide better nutrients to your deer? If so, try Southern Buck Food Plot Blends. Your deer will love it. At Southern Seed and Feed, they specialize in making textured feed for horses, cattle, sheep, goats, hogs, chickens, small animals, and wildlife. Their products are proven irresistible, scientifically formulated to promote excellent herd health and hunter satisfaction. They supply products to various distributors throughout the South. So visit their website at southernseedfeed.com or call 662-726-2638 to find the dealer nearest you. Butch, uh, I had a good time hunting with you this past weekend, man. You know, one of the things I always enjoy about coming up to your place and doing a little hunting is... I always, you know, get to see your golf cart break down. Um, it seems like it, pretty much it does that 
pretty much every single time I come up there. And uh, Agreed. so I get get to make a trip up into town and, and haul it to the to the folks and let them try to figure out what's wrong with it. Seems like it's just one thing or after the other with that thing. Yep. It seems like uh, we replaced the batteries. Of course, I hadn't hadn't pulled the trigger on the lithium thing yet. But yeah, seems like we replace those lead acid batteries about every two or three years. And it's a it's a very big investment. And yeah, I'm about ready to burn this one to the ground and start all over. I feel like I've just been nickel and diamond us to death. Yeah, same thing. You know, I've got an older uh, older golf cart slash hunting buggy and it's it's electric running lead acids. I've been looking at the lithiums for a long time. I think if you if you haven't heard about lithium battery technology, you must be under a rock or, or something. We're, we're going to talk about that a little bit today, but you know, really it just boils down to just kind of being uncomfortable. Like, like is this cart that was designed around lead acid batteries going to be able to run lithium? And, uh, that's what the point of today's show is. It's like, should you do this in the first place? And if you're going to try to do it, should you do it yourself? Yeah. Why, why, and how? If you are going to try to do it yourself, here's some issues you may run into and you need to be prepared for. You and I certainly are not the ones to be the experts no. on that, but uh, we we definitely have got you guys a resource. If, you've, if you're running an electric cart, lithium battery technology is at least claims to be where it's at. We're going to find out today if it is or if it isn't with Brandon Johnson of Dakota Lithium. Brandon, welcome to Hunting Lane, man. Um, first off, before we jump into the ins and outs of should you and if you are going to, what should you do, convert to lithium, tell everybody about how you got started at Dakota and uh, what you do there. Yeah. So, hey, guys, thanks for having me on. Um, yeah. So, you know, my background uh, is very, very different than golf cart batteries, I would say. Uh, I've spent, I've spent a long time uh, fishing on the bass opens and being associated in the marine and the in the boating world. So um, I, I, I'm pretty familiar with batteries in general and, you know, being at the boat dealership for, for as long as I was, I saw the wave of the, of, of lithium batteries becoming more and more prominent. So it's really eye-opening to me being on uh, with Dakota Lithium now and looking back is there's so many people out there who just don't know. They don't know what the advantages and the benefits of a lithium battery in whatever application it might be, whether it's boat, RVs, golf carts, UTVs, you name it, right? And so, uh, you know, it's, it's, it, it, it is really eye-opening. So, and, and I can understand the confusions and the hesitancies that, that, that follow that. So, well, you know, it's a it's a big it's a price difference for sure uh, over lead acid, and so when you when you first see that, the first my, I think everybody's initial reaction is, well, what am I getting for the price difference, right? Like, how is this going to improve my experience? So, get into that a little bit. I mean, why convert to lithium to begin with? I mean, is this going to offer us a bunch more range, a bunch more longevity? I mean, how do you make sense of of the additional cost of lithium? Yeah, so I think Butch answered uh, answered the question there before the question was asked, as he, uh, you know, he made reference of having to replace his lead acids very often, you know, almost mm -hmm. maybe yearly, you know, maybe you know, maybe those batteries you had to add water, whatever, it may, they're they're dirty, whatever, they didn't last long, they charged too slow. Well, all the, the above, yes, yeah, Check. or all <laughs> the above, yeah. So, like to answer your question, it could be like a blanket coverage and. I, we could, I can list them off one by one, but to really break it down as to why, uh, why they cost more, there's a lot more that goes into making a lithium battery. And there's a lot more benefits of the lithium battery in general. 
um, whether it be range, longevity, the the, the speed of which they charge, the cl- how clean they are, and and you know the 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 advantages go on and on. How much you know? We, we, there's even options between even like when you start segmenting our batteries, like right, we've got a, a DL sixty amp hour, we got a DL plus one thirty five amp hour. Those essentially could work for a thirty six volt. They could work for a 48 volt. I know you're just adding one battery, you're subtracting one battery, but that makes a difference on your range and your longevity. So yes, they do cost a little more, but there's a whole lot more benefits that outweigh the cost. And those are really tailored by who who's making the purchase, right? So what works for, for you guys or myself might not work for, 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 for the next person. They may have their own set of issues or challenges that, that need to be addressed there. But really what it comes down to is... The lithium technology has allowed, uh, you know, for longer range, for just there's just so many so many benefits of just lithium in general. In general, yeah. Like Joe was just saying, we definitely had golf cart issues this weekend, so it's very fresh on our minds. I took I, I thought that I thought that it was charging. We added a headlight, and I thought that was the issue. So we took the headlight off the posts, and we tried to recharge it, and I thought it was charging up. So me and Joe's son took it down the hill for a little spin to make sure she was charging fine, and. I had to push it back up the hill after about yeah. 20 minutes of sitting there, you know, I'd turn it off and it would give me a little bit of go. So, you know, as a, a lead acid, they kind of die before they die. Right. Mm-hmm. Is that, is that the way it's supposed to say, I guess, you know, lithium will go all the way until the end. And I think if I would have had lithium batteries, I think we'd have made it back to the camp. I wouldn't have had to push it near as far. Well, or you'd have just been dead. Like, yeah. right. I mean, right. is that right, Brandon? Like when it's done, right. it's done, but until yeah. it's done, it's just like, it's fully charged. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and uh, the cool part is, is we, uh, we have some charts and stuff that, uh, and, and I wasn't, I, I really wasn't, uh, surprised by this, but you hear like the, the misnomers of, uh, of the past of being lithiums falling on their face or going to sleep or whatever. Well, that is true to an extent, you know, uh, you know, we're talking, if we're on a, on a, hundred percent scale here, you know, lithiums work just as good at a hundred percent as they do at 40%, but you get down to 20% and they're, 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 it's not that they're dead. They just, uh, they stop. They just shut off. Right. So they they, they keep damaging themselves. Correct. They can't. Yeah. It's a protection thing. Yeah. But, but here's the difference that 80% that you're playing with there is a lot bigger percentage than a hundred percent of right. a, a standard lead acid battery. So, yeah, I mean, you so, know, yeah. like we're dealing with, uh, you know, we're Butch and I both, we're typical weekend warriors. We're going up to the camp, we're running the golf cart and, you know, we're having to go out in the morning, come back, charge in the middle of the day, go back out yep. in the afternoon, charge yeah. overnight. And, and if to you have forget that to charge extended it, range, yeah, if you forget to, to charge it, or get back whatever, in, you or, skin a deer or something, just leave it out there by skin and shed. Yeah. Like or you want to run scenarios. down to the neighbor's place, you know, and it's a few mm. miles, you know, that extended range is a really big deal. For folks that are doing this on on open sure well i have a lot ground. of hills and a lot of, a yeah. lot of big hills was that how was that did that how was does a five-year-old help you push a golf cart very much he's a big five-year-old he actually did pretty <laughs> dang good <laughs> you know uh brandon you know talking about benefits of course are there any drawbacks to, to lithium like you know you hear people say like like you mentioned falling on their face or you know you talk about in our scenario, we're at a hunting camp. You've got a lot of mud. You got a lot of dust. You got a lot of moisture. Ho- hopefully, you got a lot of cold temperatures. Probably not being stored in a climate controlled area. Yeah. What yeah. What kind of drawbacks might there be? 
Well, if you take a lithium as a whole, you see uh, you see a lot of things going around about how they won't charge when it's below a certain degree or, mm. you know, they they perform, you know, cold weather. They, you know, they don't live up to their expectations or whatnot. Our batteries and, and it's as cliche as it may sound like our batteries were engineered in our name, like, you know, the University of North Dakota. So like. Our, our batteries, uh, especially, you know, the DL plus and stuff like that, they have heating cores inside them that kind of help offset that, um, you know, that, that misconception of, you know, if it's below 32 degrees, they're not going to charge. So yes, to answer your question, yes, that is a, a, a common misconception, but, you know, I, I had uh, a couple of, uh, of our ambassadors uh, set out on a two month expedition in Alaska this past March, and they took one of uh, a, are 135 uh, amp hour batteries and a folding solar panel that powered their whole trip while they were in the most remote part of Alaska. Uh, and they told us, they told us the feedback we got back from the warmest day they had was like five degrees and the coldest it was, was 44, like negative 44 degrees. And like, okay. you can say that. And, and I've seen cold weather, but seeing the footage they threw back to us, like, of like we're talking, it was that cold with 50 mile an hour winds. Like it was mm. bad. And so uh, his comment, and and this was, you know, non-biased, there was, I mean, he had no reason to to say anything, but he said, you know, he said, honestly, everything in our camp failed at some point, just because that's like the harshest of harsh. He said, the one thing that kept going is the folding solar panel and our battery that powered, you know, <laughs> our, our power box, which, you know, I can't sit here and w- with 100% confidence and say that every battery, every battery that we have will do that. Uh, that would just be like... <laughs> uh, that probably not. But what I will say is this, we do have, we do have applications and ways that our batteries perform better in colder climates. Brandon, you mentioned it a little bit there talking about the battery sleep, you know, at about 20%. We've done a little bit of, of content on, on lithium batteries before. And there's a, a lot of talk about the battery management system. Yeah. Do you guys offer that? And what are the benefits of having a battery management system? Well, yeah, uh, our batteries do uh, do have the battery management system into them. Um, battery management systems are essentially they're just the get it dedicated to oversight of your battery pack, which is assembled, you know, inside the battery cells and whatnot. But not to get too too technical, they just uh, simply keep them from damaging themselves, if that makes sense. So, yeah, our batteries uh, do have that. So, when you start talking about converting a golf cart from lead acid to lithium and you start yeah. and I start hearing about, whenever the acronyms come out, that's, that's when yeah. Joe's kind of like, all right, I'm about to be out, you know, cause you start talking about the BMS and then you got your amp hours and you know, I'm going, look, I'm in over my head. I'm going to screw something up because I screw stuff up like pretty much constantly yeah. uh, without with my acronyms. equipment. <laughs> yeah. Without acronyms. Yeah. Yeah. Without yeah. acronyms. So but, you know, that being said, I know people have done this. I've talked to people that have done this. Um, mm-hmm. Do you think that you need a professional installer to to make this conversion? Or is this uh, something that that a, a guy like me who kind of breaks his way through things is going to be able to figure out? Because, I mean, I can take directions pretty easily. You know, if you yeah. make it easy for me, I can figure it out as far as step-by-step process. Yeah. So I'll give you a little bit of I'm going to tell myself here for a second. Um I'm not the most technical person in the world either. When, again, when you start throwing acronyms and, and stuff out, like I just want makes me just want to, I don't know. It gives me like anxiety, I guess, if you will. Sure. So to answer your question, you do not need a professional to install batteries in a lithium battery into your 
application. And, and I know that because I've done it myself. But to go a step further, when I got a set of Dakota Lithiums for my golf cart, I have a 48 volt EasyGo TXT and I bought it and I wanted to put our batteries in there. I mean, for obvious reasons, just to test them and give some real, real life application, um, you know, experiences. So I, I got a set of uh, four of the 12 volt, 135 amp hour batteries and a Connect Easy wiring kit. I mean, and a four bank onboard charger. So all from Dakota Lithium, all packaged up, all showed up at the same time. And so I, my hands, palms started sweating. I got a little nervous, ready to go. Right. <laughs> and so I, I opened the, uh, the seat of my golf cart and I'm like, I don't know how to do this. Like I'm, I'm the person that drove a diesel truck for four years and knew every time I pulled into a gas station, there was gas going to go in it. Cause I, you know, I didn't know the difference, but anyway, <laughs> so I took, and I took it upon myself to, to, use this as a learning technique. I mean, I know, I know, and I've been told that we have an engineering team that is second to none, but I wanted to experience it for myself. I can be told it, but I want to know it. And so I made a phone call to uh, customer support. I was an employee turned customer. And so I told him who I was and the name rung a bell and he asked it. And I said, yeah, it's me. Like, hi. (laughs) And uh, so he's like, Hey, hang on a second. Like, let, let, let me, let me, let me walk you through how to do this. Right. And, and it was very much like, just, you could tell, like he was willing to help and he wasn't willing to help me because he, I worked for the company. He was willing to help whoever called and the phone rang. He was going to, he was helping him. But anyway, so I say, I say this and he could, he could, he could feel the anxiety building in, uh, in me. And he's like, dude, just listen. <laughs> he's like, just listen. And so, um, he, he took charge, you know, uh, but you said you can, you, you can do anything. You follow directions. Well, I was literally like a puppet. Like I, I, he was telling me right hand here, left hand here, tighten that one down. And then by the time I'm halfway through, I'm like, I'm doing it. And he's like, that's right. That's right. And by the time I got done, he's like, you did it all. Like You're a professional now. Yeah, You did it. And like, I know like Dakota lithium batteries, they are drop in battery replacements, but that, that can mean a lot of different things to a lot of different people. Uh, But when you go to start, when you start series and searing battery and parallel them together and you know, your controller here and, and that, like, I didn't know that, but the best part of me about me not knowing that is that's the learning experience that is, that comes with your purchase, right? You have you have lifetime technical support on those products. You have people who aren't just willing to help. Like it's it's built within their DNA to want to help you and then go above and beyond to help you in other applications going forward. They want to they want to teach you. And that's really what our engineering and our customer support has has really they, they've really done well, really done well with it. And, and our customer uh, experience is really, you know, we have a, yeah, we're a battery is a battery, a battery, but we're more about like a whole solution kind of thing here. Uh, and it's, it, it was a, it was a good experience for me being not the person that is to be quote unquote installing golf cart batteries, but knowing that they had my back and yeah, you're in good hands. I, it was the best. It is a big investment. We mentioned it, that. I mean, you don't want to mess it up. I don't want to mess it up. Yeah. And it's certainly something that as, as I've talked to people who have done various battery installations, not necessarily even with lithium, you know, maybe just converting lead acid to AGM or, you know, and, and talking to folks that have done this with RVs and trying to set mm-hmm. things up for off-grid applications. Sure. It's, it almost seems like a lot of companies are there to sell you a battery and they're not really taking into account the whole application. So there become these gremlins that they then have to chase down. We're like, oh, we, we just we just swapped the battery 
And now we, oh, I didn't realize we needed a whole new wiring harness or we needed a new controller. So sounds like you were able to get everything you needed to be able to make that swap, which is awesome. In going through that process with your engineering team and having them kind of walk you through, hold your hand and and do that conversion, did y'all run into any issues or were there any issues that they were kind of made you aware of? Like, are there common problems people should know about where if somebody's telling them to just swap a lithium in for their lead acid, like that won't work. I mean, what do you run into things like that or hear about things like that or any workarounds? Yeah, we, we, there's, see, there's so many applications and some were built to like shoving a golf ball through a water hose kind of thing. Uh, And then other applications may require a certain amount of that. And, and you'll, you'll always run into that. And I think that's why it's so important to have a, a beyond the cell place to go reference right um so in my in my experience with putting batteries in my cart everything that showed up in the box and again it's not i want to i want to i want to make sure that this is it's not because i worked here I, I it was it was like this i knew what i wanted and i told someone they put it together they asked me what they asked qualifying questions which i think started the conversation off right what controller is in that battery? i don't know you hang on, let me look. They We already have all that stuff. We can look it up. So we're sending you the right solution the first time. Now, thankfully, everything that showed up was exactly what I needed. Mm-hmm. But there was a, a suggestion made during my install. He's like, hey, wouldn't it be cool to have this too? I'm like, yeah, like, absolutely. He's like, I'll send you one. Okay. Send it to me. Saw it was delivered. Called me. Let me know when you want to install that and I'll, I'll, I'll walk you through it. Wow. Wow. Right. And then, you know, followed up after that, just went, how's everything working? Blah, blah, blah. Everything's still good. It was like the whole, it was a whole thing. And I think that's important for, for a couple of reasons. One is it's not just dropping a battery in there and we'll see you later. Hope, you know, hope it's good. We have a, we have a big long warranty in case something happens to it. Right. It's, it's a, it's a rare thing these days that companies, like the companies care, like with number one, here's your product that I, I, I suggested it showed up, need help with it. And then followed up later. I just want to make sure everything is still good. That's a good, that's a big, that's a great big story to tell. Yeah. Well, and like you said, uh, them being able to ask you the questions or just know, like they were able to look up, okay, he's running an easy go, whatever model year, easy go TXT 48 volt. They were able to find what controller that, that car mm-hmm. came with. And they knew yeah. before they ever got the battery oh, yeah. hands, like, yeah. Oh, that control, the controller that's on it is not going to work. He's going to need a new controller. He's going to need a you know new wiring, and then the yeah. battery itself. So that's those are some things that people need to understand. That is that I would imagine for most applications, this is not just a plug and play swap. You don't just take your lead acids out and put your lithium in and call it good and expect it to work correctly. You need to be talking to someone who can look at your specific application. I mean, Butch has got a what is it a beast. 48 mm-hmm. and I've got a bad boy buggy 48 mm-hmm. volt. You know, I mean, like we probably have different components, even though they're well, both you need a whole new cha- you need a whole new charger too, as well, right, Brandon? Uh so in mine, yeah, I I am running the four bank um uh, onboard marine charger from Dakota Lithium in mine too. So I I essentially what you just said, I, and, and again, I maybe it's just my ignorance on the matter, but I just assumed I didn't even think about charge. That's how green I like. That's how green I was. I, I didn't even think about what I was going to do to charge it. And he said, "Well, I, you, you need to you need to wire it this way because we're going to bypass that, and you'll have to clip this wire because that's going to be your 
you know, your little uh, forward and reverse button here. That's going to be the difference of using that charger versus your four bank here. And I'm like, hmm. so that right there should tell you, like, there's a lot of moving pieces here. And if you, if you expect, if you have the need to want to switch to lithium, I would just say this, make sure that either you're a complete DIYer and you know, you can do it because if you have any kind of questions, you got to be able to know that that company that you purchased that battery from is going to help you and it's going to be there to help you, you know, on down the road too, because, you know, maybe you have an issue six months down the road maybe that company you bought your battery from is gone or out, out of business or whatever the case be, maybe. Well, Brandon, obviously I think we've answered the question of troubleshooting. Troubleshooting, the main yeah. thing is going to be detailing what you're dealing with in the first place, making sure you understand what you've got to begin with and then upgrading where necessary to make sure that that lithium battery is going to do its job and be able to provide all those benefits we talked about in the beginning. But that being said, you know, there's a way you can make a case for something like you can just say, Hey, the benefits outweigh the, you know, the other options. It's just got more range. It's got more longevity, uh, all those things. But I know you guys have probably detailed this in terms of with golf cart batteries. If you look at the conversion costs, and the cost of going with with lithium versus lead acid, are they worth it over time? Taking aside the performance benefits and just looking at the economics of that initial purchase price and those conversion costs, will it pay for itself over the life of those batteries? For sure. And that means a lot to different people, right? Some people that the hassle free yeah. plays, you know, is buy once, cry all. once. That's I'm that's it. Yeah. Older or, I get, the more <laughs> the more sure. I'm into that. You know, I, when I was younger, it was all about what's the the cheapest way I can get this done today. Huh. And, oh. and then, you know, if I got to deal with it in the future, that'll be future me dealing with that. Now I'm like, look, I got, I got kids, I got, you know, mm -hmm. business, I've got land to take care of. The last thing I want to do when I go up to my place is fiddle with the golf cart. I want that sucker to run, take me where yeah. I need to go and get me back. And, and if I got to pay know. a little extra now to have less hassle, bring it on. No doubt, no doubt about that. Yeah. And, and, you know, it started off with Butch saying he's replaced his every year. Okay. Now right. if we're talking about an investment here, yeah. On the front end of things, they, they are more expensive because there's a lot more benefits that they offer. And so I use the analogy, like you can buy a Chevy LT one truck, or you can buy a high country. If you want one place to take you, they're going to, they'll take you to the same place. One of them, you might have to roll the windows down. You know, the other one might have, you know, a massager in the, in the seat. Right. The reason you paid more money is because there's more benefits. And that's right. the simple this that's the simple outlook into what we're talking about here. You know, you want to keep pulling with the standard lead acid batteries, putting water in them, or you know, dealing with it going downhill but not uphill kind of thing. That's that's fine. But eventually you're gonna it's gonna get like frustrating. But lithium and 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 from my experience having them and, and the stories told, your lightning lightening up your cart your buggy or whatever okay mm -hmm. and you're you're putting the juice in there that you need to get you everywhere you're going without thinking about it so of course there's a there's a you know and, but it but the question's really is like but how far do you want to go because again we have options for 36 volt systems 15 to 20 miles 50 to 60 miles we have the same for 48 volts we have you know set our 72 uh volt battery i mean we have applications for everything and that's what that's what I, what works for all three of us on on this podcast what works for us is all different we need different things but 
Uh, and that's why it's so important for to be able to reach out and and have that customer support on the back end of things, just uh, you know, holding your hand through throughout the process. I'll tell you what, man, it would have been nice to have that golf cart be a little bit lighter whenever me and Mac were pushing it up that hill. <laughs> well, and also, you know, having that increased payload, I mean, you know, Butch, you've hunted with me. I pretty much kill a giant deer just about every time I go. So yeah. that, I think that was me. You, I think that was know, me the, last weekend. I mean, you know, we just need that added payload. You're going to be carrying around more weight when you're dealing with me. So uh, that's fine. Well, listen, for every 300 pounds you take out there, them standard lead acid batteries, we could put another deer in there. Right. That's, that's right. right. At least, yeah. yeah, at least one like I get for sure. Yeah, um, that's right. No, but no, but truthfully, not only that, not only the, does it lighten up that cart, but you know, it takes up a lot less space. So now, yeah. you know, one of the issues we run into constantly on the golf cart is, you know, being able to haul around just stuff. I mean, you know, mm -hmm. I like to, I like to throw a first aid kit in. I like to throw oh, a yeah. in and all my safety gear. And, you know, you open up that, that, uh, that battery bay essentially, to be able to store some more stuff on the cart, uh, which is another benefit too. Sure. Um, you know, maybe not a, enough of a benefit to convert in the first place, but sounds like we can just find nothing but benefits and, and these things are going to pay for themselves over time. So I know for me, if I was going to do this, I would want to talk to the, to the engineers, like what you were saying, Brandon, you know, mm -hmm. I want to call them up and say, hey, I'm dealing with a 2012 bad boy buggy, 48 volt, I don't know what controller I have. I don't, I don't yeah. know how to do any of this. You know, what do I need to buy to be able to do this? And then once I get this stuff in, who do I talk to, to kind of help me make sure I'm doing it right so that I don't have this, you know, I can access all these benefits we're talking about. If our audience wants to do that, they want to convert their golf cart to lithium, or they just want to talk to you guys more about their specific situation what's the best way to do that how do they get in touch with you how do they go to the website or is you know is it a website feature that you've got where they can look up what they want to find or is it somebody they need to pick up the phone and, and talk to so we uh, our customer support is 100 percent us based they we have all kind we have several different options to contact you can you know dakotalithium.com um support at dakotalithium.com is a is a good contact for for just a quick question um now but if you know I, my suggestion would be is if you know if you're really trying to dial in your system about you know what you're going to need or if you have questions and whatnot uh you know i'd probably just i'd pick up the phone and 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 call and leave a voicemail if no one answers i know that's like 1980s but i mean hey there's something to, I, even me and like this i'd is, rather do that than a chat bot well <laughs> right. sure. okay and so that's my point like you can go to all these websites and chat with us now and it's it's all you know, written by, you know, AI. it's all AI written, for it's sure. controlled. It's, oh, I can't handle that. Well, you've wasted 15 minutes for them just to say, well, I can't handle that. You need to call anyway. Need but, more help. <laughs> they need more help. Yeah. So no, but even just, you know, calling in and, and if no one answers, that's a good thing. Means they're busy or, you know, assisting other people. It's good for us. It's good for, good for the economy. But, uh, but yeah, just, you know, call and leave a voicemail. I, pro I promise you this, somebody will get back to you and it will, it will blow your socks off of the, the authentic, approach that Dakota Lithium has. Brandon, it's, uh, it's been fun talking through this with you. And I, I like your story, you know, that you're, you're basically us. Uh, yeah. I'm you're just a common the, everyday dude. I'm and just, you're not I'm the saying. technical guy that's in there. Like, you know, I, I, I see these things happening, not just with golf carts, but you, you, you get the guy that's doing the off-grid camp or he's doing the, the camper setup and you can just tell they're into it. Like, like oh, yeah. on the, on the weekends, they play around with electricity. Like this is what they like to do. I'm not that guy. Mm -hmm. And it sounds like no. you aren't either. 
mm-hmm. uh, but you've been able to accomplish this and, and get your golf cart converted. I know for me, you know, I'm ready to make that conversion. I'm, I'm going to be doing it for sure. Uh, thanks so much for sharing your experience with us and talking a little bit about the, the process itself and making, I know me feel a lot better about doing it in the first place. Yeah. And, and so I just, I just want to say one thing, like I am just a real dude. I'm not technical coming on here. I, 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 I you want to talk technical, technical stuff, then like, I'm not, the I'm not the guy, but I have a team behind, behind us and that works with me, works side by side. I have the most confidence. You want to talk tech, they can, they can talk tech with you. But if you want real, real honest, real people stories, I got you. Maybe I'm making fun of myself. Maybe I'm not, but I just, I just, what I want to share to the world is I know it's pretty cliche. If I can do it, anybody can do it, but like, we're talking like whole solutions here. And as I didn't do it by myself, I'm glad, I'm very glad it, that I had uh, the experience and the, and the offerings of who was behind me to help. Butch, we've been talking about the benefits of lithium for a bunch of different applications for I guess years now, you know, I mean, we've talked yeah. about it for trolling motors on boats and, you know, it's definitely attractive in terms of just the benefits, but for my golf cart, man, it would make such a huge difference to be able to go from having a 12, 15 mile an hour, 12, 15 mile range to yeah, double, 40, triple 50, that. 60. Yeah, for I sure. mean, and then on top of that, you know, like not lose the power. Like we, t- you know, like when those lead acids get low, you just, you know, you're like, okay, I got to get this thing back to the charger. And you're wondering, like, am I going <laughs> to, am I going to make it back? Like you just kind well, of creep, I mean... creep back and and then having to water them all the time. Uh, oh, you know, you, you, I end up overwatering mine a lot and then that makes a mess. And then that rust of the frame of the golf cart and it, it's just a pain in the butt. And then you go back to having to change them all out every couple of years, you know, if you're lucky, but I, it's always been a struggle for me to want to take this project on because I'm not an electrical engineer. I don't want to invest the money in a, in a, in a lithium battery and then mess something up um, no or just mess up the car, you know, fry a, fry a motor or fry. A, I don't even know. I don't even know what I could, could well, fry. Can you and... fry? Right. But I can tell you what, if it's fryable, I can fry it. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. No, I agree, man. Uh, I really enjoyed Brandon's, his honesty there. You know, he, he just mentioned that he, he's not a technical guy. He's just like you and I, electricity right. scares me. I'm not very good at it. Um, he kind of sounds the same way and he was able to, you know, work his way through it with the engineers there at Dakota. Something you just said reminded me of, I get stuck. I get stuck a lot, man. Uh, I just have a wet place. Those shooting lanes are super wet. We got some ruts and roads. I would think that three or 400 pound difference. Um, and that's like two people, you know, lighters better. Yeah. Have to be. I would think you get through a lot more mud with a three or 400 pound less load. Yeah. I mean, it just seems like the there's nothing but benefits really. And if you're going with a reputable manufacturer, they've accounted for any issues you may deal with like cold temperatures or, you know, like we're talking about with the golf cart conversion, you're going to need a new controller. You're going to need, you know, you're going to need some other things to match up with your battery. Don't just think you're going to swap this out. Well, and it's a much easier pill to swallow, you know, as far as that initial investment, knowing that you have a really good company that's reputable, that's willing to help, backs their warranty. Um, somebody that you can go to for sure. You know, you're not just buying some random battery off the internet where you don't know you're going to be able to call anybody for a good deal, you know, just for a good deal. You don't even know if they're going to be around next year. That was one of the things we noticed at ICAST this year. A down ton of the ones like, last year were not there. There was this like, year, you know, 20 new lithium battery manufacturers, but they were, 
there was 20 new ones the year before and right. you know 15 of the 20 that were there the year before weren't there anymore so what does that mean you know yeah. if, if i have a problem with this thing two years from now it doesn't matter what their warranty is if they're not in business for sure uh, that would make it much much easier to spend that kind of money it would have been impossible to give a technical podcast on this because what a 36 volt needs is different from what a 48 volt needs or a 72 volt. And then your cart's going to have different needs than my cart. And anybody that's listening to this, they're, they're going to have oh, their own uni- unique yeah, needs. We, we, and it may change. Even if we're both dealing with the same manufacturer, the, the model year may have differences. You got to sure. talk to somebody who, who really can understand this. Sounds like they got it all figured out over there at Dakota Lithium. All right, folks, we're going to be right back. Y'all take a minute and check out some of our sponsors. Field Torque. Introducing the Field Torque Field Dressing Super Tool for hunters. Field Torque is five times faster, safer, and cleaner than conventional field dressing. The Super Tool does it with a bone cutter, flesh cutter, and gut hook all in one. You can tackle elk, deer, hogs, and more without resharpening or replacing blades during the process. The Field Torque Super Tool's bone cutting assist design allows for easy pelvic removal and breastplate separation without broken or dull blades allowing for unobstructed or damaged entrail removal. Includes a heavy-duty sheath and ceramic sharpener. Get yours today at fieldtorque.com and also found on Amazon. Well, that's going to wrap it up for us this week. Appreciate you joining us. We want to make it easy for you to listen, so here's a handy option for you. To get the podcast emailed to you each week, just text the word HUNTING to 773-770-4377. Again, just text the word HUNTING to 773-770-4377. You'll join our email list and wherever you are listening to podcasts, go ahead, subscribe, rate, and review. Send us a written review. We'd love to hear from you. If you've got a show topic that you are interested in and like to see us cover, just email us at pros at landhunting.com. That's going to do it for us. Y'all stay safe out there. We'll talk to you next time. This week's show is brought to you by... Bucks Island Marine. Bucks Island is a full-service facility that sells new and used boats and motors. Visit them at 4500 Highway 77, Southside, Alabama, or give them a call at 256-442-2588. And also, Mallard Bay Outdoors. Book your next guided hunting or fishing trip with thoroughly vetted guides or charters. Built by sportsmen for sportsmen. MallardBay.com. And also, Great Days Outdoors, the South's finest hunting and fishing magazine. Pick up your copy wherever magazines are sold or check them out at greatdaysoutdoors.com. And also brought to you by Dixie Supply and Baker Metalworks. Dixie Supply and Baker Metalworks are proud to be your metal roofing headquarters for over 40 years. They now have eight locations to serve you. Dixie Supply and Baker Metalworks, your metal roofing headquarters. 